Hey everyone, welcome to our bonus edition of Strange Indeed, dedicated to the Great British Baking Show. This week we are covering Collection 11, Episode 7, Dessert Week. And boy, was I excited <laughs> by these desserts. It should be a disaster week. <laughs> yeah, this was, yeah, this was a, this was a rough one. Uh, but I am excited uh, because uh, my son, Jake, has, who's also been a longtime uh, Great British Bake Off enthusiast, uh, is able to join us. Thanks for joining Yay. us, Jake. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's uh, good to talk about Bake Off. Like, I don't have anyone else to talk to about it, but it's nice to have an outlet, you know? Yeah, I, I totally understand. Uh, this is not a show that I can go to work and be like, hey, did you guys see the uh, the Bake Off uh, this this weekend? It was uh, pretty... It's not like a, the football. Yeah, it was. it's like, oh, uh, did you guys watch the, the Pats game? Uh, no, but I did see. Did you see that crazy soggy bottom? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not, not... Your, your typical water cooler kind of show, yeah, but welcome, not, Jake. Not so thrilled to have you with us this week. Yeah, it's good to, good to be on. Um, so Jake, uh, what, how much history have you had as far as, as the, the as Bake Off goes? As Bake Off? Um, I s- think I started watching two years ago and then mom and I, we would like sit down almost every night for a few months and we just watch an episode and like make dinner, watch an episode, just get super excited about people winning and losing and people going home. It, like that's and that's, star that's what's crazy about about this show right is that you almost like this one in particular you get to know them and mm-hmm. it's uh like the, the the people are as big a a star as the the actual bakes themselves and um yeah so did have you watched the ones the original ones with was it mary and mel or mel and i believe so yeah Sue and where mel they would like go on mm-hmm. They would show like the actual history and backgrounds of all the yeah. bakes. Yeah, that, those were. Fun. I wish they would bring that back. Like that, that was so mm-hmm. cool. I mean, it, it was. I I think that at this point they they're repeating things. So I think it might, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after fifteen collections or however many it is, um, they they might be repeating some of that stuff. But yeah, no, I that was one of my favorite parts um, early on was that they would have like the black and white drawings of the the baker shops and they'd go and visit old time bake shops in, in England that had been around for hundreds of years. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I feel this, like this far into the week or this far into the season, we get to know just not just the names, but what everyone's about and how they're probably going to interact throughout the, the rest of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like whoever's probably going to be, um, like an underdog, like Maddie this week. Oh my gosh, Maddie was struggling. <laughs> oh, <he> was. <laughs> I, I, it's it's crazy how specifically Maddie this week. Like, and I, and I get it. Like they, we don't see everything, right? They edit some of the stuff out, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it like he looked like he was heading for disaster. I mean, he couldn't yeah, even sure. make the caramel. <laughs> as soon as I heard, so let's we can, we can go ahead and start talking Sorry, about the yeah, signature yeah. bake. Um, since uh, that's kind of where the conversation is flowing. But as soon as I heard uh, cream caramel for that signature, I thought, oh no, Maddie, <laughs> he's going to struggle with that caramel. We've seen that in a in another uh, episode where he just struggled, and he did here too. That was I was I was nearly in tears for him. 
Which, which, so which one was that? Which one? Well, that was, is, no, that was the caramelized white chocolate, right? Where they had to caramelize the white chocolate, and he just was just like, I'm going to start a support group for people who have ever had to caramelize white chocolate. Yes, he struggled. So the, the signature this week uh, was, a, was their take on a creme caramel. And uh, I was like, I like caramel. Yeah, like that mm-hmm. sounds good. And, you know, like creme pat, I can, I'm slightly familiar with creme pat. I was like, okay. And then they showed it. And I was like, <laughs> then they put the eggs I was in like, it. Like, ugh, flan. <laughs> I was like, it literally, we were watching it. Jake and I watched it uh, a little bit ago. And it was like every time they showed the wobble or they like cut into it, I was just like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. I, I wondered like, how the, you were handling this one. <laughs> Uh, it's oh, just the textures. I mean, and uh, it's it's funny because Saku's that she she made with uh, jaggery, uh, mm-hmm. which I guess is like a, like a palm sugar, um, where I guess mm-hmm. is, is originated from the the palm plant. Um, they called hers either too thick and stodgy and all that, and that was one I actually was like. Hey, that actually looks good. It looks like the texture that I would be willing to eat. It was closer to like a cake. Yeah, yeah. It was a little more firm because she had used what eight whole eggs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, eight yeah. entire eggs. Um, and I was actually pretty excited about that one. Um, but it was like every one that they said that looks amazing. I went, Nah, I'm good. A little too. Too wobbly, a, a little too smooth. What's like Josh was saying, smooth and melts in your mouth. I'm just like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm good. Well, I, I'm curious, Jake. You know, do you have a similar aversion like your dad to to these textures? No, I, or are you I, I like about eggs. It? <laughs> eggs are good for me. I love eggs. We had um earlier we went out to a farmers market and we got some breakfast wraps and. uh I'd gotten with with egg, and your dad just stared at it. Just went, no. Yeah, the, the guy was no. like, "Do you want one?" I was like, "No, I'm not into eggs, thanks." And uh, <laughs> but he did end up, end up having one that had spinach and mozzarella, which was was really good. But mm-hmm. well, it was interesting too because they they were talking uh, Paul and Prue when they uh, had started the challenge and the bakers got started, and they were talking about like what can go wrong and what they need to get right. And they had talked about if any any of them had overbaked, like if they had the bubbles and such, and they had the overbaked, then it was gonna like be like a scramble. And I think Christie's had the. Yep, I see your face there, Greg. I wish I wish this was a little bit more um, visual for those that can't see it. Poor Greg is just. Every time I keep mentioning eggs and scrambled, but the visible <laughs> yeah. gag, like the j- bubbles, then they they her like eggs kind of scrambled in in her dish, and I thought, oh, that probably doesn't sound super appetizing, you know. I mean, like I just uh, maybe 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 with the <laughs> like less egg white. And the sugar in it, because, you know, I, uh, we've, we've talked about it before. I don't particularly care for ricotta. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like ricotta cheese. I don't like the texture of it. Um, it just looks like a bunch of pus. But, uh, but like, but then I've had ricotta spun with sugar. And sorry about that, Rima. <laughs> um, the, but I've had it spun with sugar and it made it really, really smooth and creamy and good. And mm-hmm. maybe. 
maybe maybe one of these I I'll have to try at some point and and like maybe I'll enjoy them. But yeah, no, some of the, the things just ugh. like and then like if you like go towards the end with when they start talking about the meringue uh, and if you like the hardened meringue and the uh, and like mixing that with that where it gives a little bit more texture, I might be okay with. Anyway, sorry, Gosh, not, you. No, not, you know, not looking to disgust anybody. Um, you got to cream the eggs. exactly (laughs) so it sounds Um, like this was not really a a challenge that you would essentially be into as far as just because of the textures and such even though you like the 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 caramel i i think i think that i could appreciate the difficulty um and the, the 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 tastes uh maddie's chai uh, chai, coffee, whatever it was, that yeah. that sounded pretty good. That did look good. Um, but I think technically, I think that Josh was probably like the best. The fact that Dan's didn't quite set, I was just like, oh no, Ooh. oh, you yeah. started breaking apart. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah. So so I think that I think that uh, we had what a a couple of. I think everybody had good flavors except for actually all the flavors were were good um except that Saku's didn't really have much flavor. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it was just execution mostly. I mean, I think under the right conditions and you know learning that oh maybe this was a little underbaked versus versus maybe someone else's was maybe a little overbaked, you know, if it was executed um a little bit better, you know, if if you know, then it would be ideal, um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as how everything came out. But what about, what about you, Jake? Were, were there any that stood out to you or any that sounded really appetizing to you as far as the flavors? Maddie was definitely on a, uh, going back to Maddie, his was really good. It was, even though he messed up with the caramel and took so much time with everything, he, the finished product still came out very well. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't have noticed or known that he was struggling so hard. If you just looked at the end result, but I think like the texture for everything uh, with like throughout the entire episode, um, texture was a huge like part of everything, like the eggs without needing to set the technical with nothing setting and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, what is it? The showstopper, the finish one. Yeah. The, the, yeah, bomb. the, yeah, the, the bombs with, because I think that's what, what ended up with Saku, Saku leaving was the texture in the middle. Like she, I know that it was Christie's. Christie's oh, like yeah. the, the texture in the middle. So it was just goopy. Yeah, and not a real. Yeah, it was just goop. <laughs> yeah. Did you? I, I'm curious, Jake. Um, as far as the 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 flavors of the signature goes. So we had the the Thai inspired, yeah, not, the, not, curry. not curry, not curry, not curry, just the Thai, the Thai inspired that Dan did. The there was the chai from Maddie. There was the yep. there's honey. Oh yeah, uh, from Tasha, Tasha did, had yep the honey. Tasha. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then Christie's. What was Christie's? I don't remember. Uh, orange and cinnamon. Oh yeah, yeah, orange, mm-hmm. orange. Cinnamon. So that was, and that one was, that one was intriguing to me. Um, and then Josh had like the classic creme caramel, Nan's creme caramel, with the the chocolate butterflies and 
Um, any, any of those kind of strike your fancy in particular? The like the finished um, the finished product the like sound just how it sounded the cinnamon and oranges that sounded really good like I would not turn that down but the the finished product because it was like the pollen proof said it was very strong and very citrusy I could have sworn but they all were they all were very nice they like, they were all really nice uh. All really nice bakes. How about you, Rima? I I agree. I I thought aesthetically, uh, they were all very pretty. I know Dan had a few that weren't as set and and weren't as pretty, but he did have some that turned out really well. Uh, and I so I I, I really love the decorations. I really love Tasha's little honeycomb design on hers. I thought that was really pretty and different. And I don't know that I would just offhand love. Dan's Thai green curry flavors and I but I love I would definitely try it I mean I would definitely try all of them even if I'm not a huge fan just mm-hmm. because I'm like you know I've I as I've grown over the years you know learn to like take a risk and try something that you haven't you know that you might otherwise have like an aversion to and just either confirm or be like oh no I'm I'm silly for not liking that that's really delicious so I would definitely try it but I love that he took a risk and he was so confident in his choice because Paul was like, that's basically like, that's a terrible idea. I can't believe you're doing that. And I'm just like, dang, Paul, you're going at him pretty hard. And Dan just did not back down. He's like, nope, I've worked really hard to get like this balance, you know, to get them mm-hmm. just right. Like, yeah, I know if you use too much of this, it's going to come out bitter and he was so confident. And even once he had gotten started and Paul is kind of, you know, how they always lurk off to the side, you know, Paul's yeah, they're lurking to the he's side. lurking and, and Dan's like, am I, am I, you know, worrying you there? And he's like, is it good? Is it good or bad? And he's like, bad. And I'm like, dang, he is just going at him hard. And then to see him like basically eat his words, you know, at the end of the challenge mm-hmm. and, and they taste it. And he's like, that's wonderful. And I was just like, look at you, Paul, you know, even I was glad that he could like admit that, you know, I mean, he didn't come out and say, oh, I was wrong about that. But he was just like, no, that was really great. Their flavors are impeccable. Prue loved it. So and and he didn't win Star Baker, but it definitely had him there at the top. Like they, yeah, he really yeah, he got favorable. Yeah. Dan got, oh, wait, Dan won, was it, Dan oh, why was I thinking it no. was Josh? Why was it? I was thinking of Josh. It was Josh Dan. It was is, I was thinking Dan. Yeah, Dan got Dan got Starbaker. I'm stuck on last week, I think. My bad. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, he did get Starbaker this week because I remember his phone call to his wife now. Yeah. Or the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had my weeks messed up. I was thinking because Josh was at the top too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Him and Dan both really uh, excelled this week. So yeah, my bad. Yes. Yeah, so it definitely, I think, and I mean, we say that so often, you know, it's like the, you, you know, you have to kind of be a little bold and give, give the judges something a little bit different. Of course you have to do it well. Um, but you know, taking those risks really can, uh, pay off. So, um, I thought that one was interesting, but I think aesthetically they were all beautiful. I just think they're so pretty, but you know, and I love caramel, but just the way that it, it, it just oozed off the side of the custards, it looked like snot. And I just (laughs) don't, I think I could get past it if I just don't look at it too hard because I do love caramel, but I like a thicker mm. caramel. I don't know that I would like a runny. Yeah, you don't want to be liquidy. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'd... It's got to have some some consistency to it. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little snotty looking. 
<laughs> nonsense. Well, so there were, again, don't mean yeah. to gross anyone out. <laughs> well, so I, it makes me wonder because when they make the caramel, it was a little bit thicker, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then they put it in to bake it. And when it came out, they had, it was like, I was trying to figure out, did it like, because it heated up in the pan, that's what made it more liquidy. I guess because they had to put the the caramel at the bottom, bottom of the little right. little ramekins or pots or whatever that they were using and then pouring the custard on top of that. I don't know if mixing all of that made it more liquidy. Maybe I misunderstand what caramel is. Like I maybe I just don't have a good grasp on it because I would I thought that it would harden and yeah. I don't maybe no, car- caramel doesn't harden. It's more of like a a very thick sauce. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but when I have caramel, and like we saw Maddie when he was twirling it, yeah, you can you can twirl it. It, it hardened, but maybe yeah, like listen, I just especially when it was closer to like a syrup, um, I didn't quite understand mm-hmm. how it came out so liquidy. I mean, I I guess that's what is supposed to happen, but uh, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like when I'm when I'm at work and I, I work in an ice cream shop, and we have hot caramel as a topping, and if we put it on on the actual custard, it'll like ice cream custard type thing. It'll just sit there as a goop, and unless it starts to refreeze, it won't harden until like a long while after you put it back into the freezer. So if it has like any airtime, and if it's very if there's a lot of it it won't harden at all like it won't harden into a shell gotcha well i, I think I, that's what maddie was doing because he had a, this steel rod hmm. well i will take your word for it there jake sounds like you're the, quite the expert here <laughs> that's awesome i didn't realize that you had that experience that's good to know um yeah i i'm not an expert i know i just like care I, I like caramel i like the flavor <laughs> and it is good stuff but just seeing it run out when they lifted the, the pots yeah. and stuff i was just like oh okay i i would just have to get past that and just like take a bite and i'm sure it would be okay but it mm-hmm. just it's getting right. over that initial reaction of seeing it run out like that um and i was glad to see maddie uh who did struggle we've talked about his struggles i i was really floored at his final presentation i was like good for you maddie because oh yeah he has been a bit of an underdog he has kind of struggled and uh, so it's it's good to see him grow because I'm like it's like you said, Jake. You'd never know that he struggled as much when you saw his finished products. I thought, oh man, he's going to lift those up and it's just going to be a goop because they showed the little previews uh, last week, you know, for for dessert week, and and you would see these like mushy messes, and I thought that's what we were going to mm-hmm. see when he. Like from the technical this Yeah, week. I thought, oh, that that's what we're gonna see with poor Maddie, and he's gonna lift it up and it's just gonna be mushy because he doesn't have enough time to cook because he was had to do his caramel three times. He was behind. He was he was like, Oh, everybody has already got theirs in the oven, and you know, he's still over here. I'm still working on the camera. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh no, he's this is gonna be a failure. And he he did he did so well. So I was really happy for him. But um, I don't know. I think they were they all look kind of yummy. Um any any final thoughts on the signature before we move on to this tragic technical? <laughs> nope, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about the mess oh. of messes. What an unbelievable uh, kind of week! I know that they mentioned like the worst they've ever had. I think 
if we go back, there's probably at least one. I think I saw somewhere someone was calling out a particular episode uh, some uh, few seasons back or something that had uh, a, f- a fairly equal type disaster for all the bakers. But this was certainly one for the textbooks. Uh, the technical challenge this week called for them to make an orange and ginger. Ginger. Is it treacle? Treacle. Is it treacle? Yeah, treacle. treacle pudding. Uh I don't know. I'm I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts. Whoever wants to go first, jump in with with your thoughts about the technical. What's your got, Jake? From worst to least worst. That says it all. Um, I'm just gonna go back and uh, refer to what we have said in the past. If you only give somebody an hour and a half to cook something, where your calculations say. 20 minutes for the syrup and you need at least 40 minutes for you to, for the, for it to be in the oven. That is not enough time. You are asking for a disaster like this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, I, I think this is 100% on the people who put the challenges out there. I don't give a shit if it is a technical, technical challenge mm-hmm. that if you don't give someone enough time, Especially when they, when you give instructions like bake, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> bake in a bon marie, uh, the, like you, you are asking for something. You are asking for drama like this. Now maybe that's what they're looking for. Maybe like Dan, even Dan, who seemed to know what the hell he was doing, he didn't come out with anything even resembling a satisf- satisfactory product. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think. It's almost like at this point it's manufactured and that makes it less impactful to me. It it makes it less shocking that someone that that we had a a widespread disgust. Um, The Paul's right. Like, and Prue's right. The, they looked the properly cooked ones looked amazing. And I can only imagine with the criminal lace and the ginger and orange, orange and ginger. Orange and ginger. Yeah, orange and ginger. Mm-hmm. Like I, the, those, they looked very, very good. But you can't expect perfection when you are uh, putting extreme limitations uh, on, on people, uh, especially giving the bare minimum yeah, time. Like, yeah. If you do everything right that you know you're supposed to do with such limited time, like yeah, I could get it done in an hour and a half if I had everything pre measured. Mm-hmm knew exactly what to bake at, knew exactly everything. But if you're reading from a sheet, reading from like a instruction manual, you you have no clue what to do. You don't know how long to bake for. You don't know. It's just, you bake, m- make the cream anglaise. Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely agree, Jake. That is, it is, I, I think this was, like I said, I, I feel like it, it was, everybody was set up for failure. And uh, I, I think it's fair that they threw it out. Absolutely, yeah. The the technical was definitely a wash, and it's. I, and I'm glad it's like it just at least put everyone. They just went like straight back and just judged them on signature and and the showstoppers because everyone failed. Even even the the top two in the technical still were not good. You know they were just you know barely done. And mm-hmm. you know when Paul or Prue give their little words of advice. Before they leave the tent, all he 
you know, said were he was looking for three distinct textures is what he was going to be looking for. And then later, or then right after that, when he and Prue are talking, he's like, oh, it's so critical that the, they have to be baked at 40 minutes. And I'm just like, if if timing was so important, why didn't you call that out instead of the textures? Like, obviously, you're not going to tell them, oh, make sure you bake it for 40 minutes, but right. like, make sure that, you know, something in there about timing. Um, so or keep them in there a little bit longer. Yeah, something about I mean they've done it before. Like you know your timing of the bake is is important or some some kind of hint or or something. And yeah. he should have made that as part of his word of advice. And I think if they had see they were only given ninety minutes. And I think if they had been given at least even just the two hours, they could have made those puddings work. And I mean, because all of them were only doing about 20, I think maybe someone maybe did 25, but I think most everyone was only doing 20 minutes. And I know that the technical challenge, it's supposed to keep bakers in the dark. We've seen their very basic, uh, barely instructions <laughs> that they get. And it's supposed to be a challenge. Like, you know, what do they know? You know, what experience do they have with these uh, types of bakes and, uh, you know, um, technical pieces of of a bake and these certain elements that they have to work for. But I feel like if every baker fails at the technical like this, then it's it's not the baker's fault. It's whomever's coming up with this darn challenge and making it friggin' impossible. And I've, I've been kind of critical a, a few episodes this season about how it feels like, you know, they're just making it impossible in setting them up for failure and i don't know it's 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 a bit of a bummer but i loved what i loved though and this is what makes this show so great and you know y'all will probably agree is the attitude of the bakers like they all just were kind of laughing about it they i know a lot of them at first were like oh no 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 and but then they were just laughing like they're like i can't serve this i can't present that and they're all just kind of laughing and they're like yeah we we all just completely failed at this. So that's what I loved because everyone is always so great. The bakers always have such great attitudes. They're always so kind to each other. And I, I love that they had a good attitude about it. So while I was kind of upset at like the the present or the t uh, challenge in front of them, and I'm like, gosh, they're just going to fail. They're not going to, you know, this is not going to turn out good. I loved their attitudes about it. I have never laughed so hard at. A, a a portion of a Bake Off episode. <laughs> I I was I mean and I mean I was laughing when the bakers were laughing and like Maddie mm -hmm. is Maddie and Tasha are hugging each other and you know just staring at their monstrosities yeah, of and, and they're just kind of screaming in laughter. I I can't serve them this. They'll get ill. They can't possibly put this in their mouths. But everybody's laughing, and yeah, you're absolutely right. Like while I have issues with the the thing, the 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 fact that they all kind of in solidarity were like, "Yep, that was <laughs> shitty." <laughs> yep. Glad that's over with. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, I think I think that's all we really need to say about the technical, unless you guys mm -hmm. have something in particular. Uh, like I said, I I mm -hmm. really would like to try this. Um, although, man, some of those instructions, like I don't even know if they were instructions. They were just like, "Hey, make this," and it was like, "Oh, fold your flour in and do this, and then mix your eggs in." And I'm like, 
this is complicated as fuck. I like this yeah. is if if you don't know, Saku said it very very d- succinctly. I think if you don't know, you are literally just trying to follow the instructions. And she doesn't like the technicals because it it's not the whole instruction. And the yeah. point of a recipe is to have the instructions. It, you can do your takes on stuff, but bake is not an instruction. And I know that we've that we've you know we've addressed that in the past and i know that that is a standard set for the show but in this particular situation especially as you said rena without paul saying anything about make sure your bakes are in long enough hey that gives if you say that mm-hmm. and then now they have a different challenge ahead of them. what did he mean by in long enough did he does he mean 25 minutes does he mean 40 minutes does he mean an hour like it just saying i just feel like advice regarding three distinct textures is silly anyway yeah and you can't watch it either because they were in like these little cups and they mm-hmm. had uh like a foil and and i don't know what that other material the was they bon- had it kind of tied the, the muslin yeah the muslin, oh yes the, thank the you the muslin so they had it all you couldn't see it you know it's not like you can peek in there and check in like when they're checking a cake or something like that and they can check the you know is it done or not they couldn't see it they don't know and i mean i don't feel that this is something this type of dessert is made that often so if you don't have the experience, if you've never made one or, oh, my mom used to make these or something, if you don't have. And I know that's again, I know I get it. It's the point of a technical it's supposed to draw from your baking knowledge. You know, maybe you've never made one, but have you made something similar that you can? Well, you know, I've done this before and I know you got to bake it a little bit longer or something like that. They they just did not have that that knowledge and they just all. It it was a bummer, but what made it okay was, or not okay, but like where I wasn't so ticked was just their attitudes. I was they, like, well, at least they, everyone failed. They collectively <laughs> failed spectacularly. <laughs> That's and, a good way to put it. <laughs> like, and and I mean, it was it was fun to watch, especially with that ending to the to the technical where they were all laughing and kind of going, well, shit happens. Yep. Um, and it, I thought that was it made it much more. Excuse the pun, but palatable, um, palatable, palatable, no, something like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, which which each of their desserts were not. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I I enjoyed this segment, but I and I and like I said, I, I I laughed more than I ever have before. But uh, yeah, this was this was definitely one of my more disappointed in the show uh, right. situations. Yeah, it, it made it seem like it was just for, I don't know if that was their intent, but it just gave the impression that, like you were saying, like setting it up to make good TV or something. Right. You know? mm-hmm. and Manu- I don't manufactured drama. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that. We just um, want the good stuff. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what, if they gave them two hours and said, hey, make sure it's baked long enough. And then they're just like, oh God, what's the Bon Marie going to do to, like, I think that's as much of a technical a technical absolutely per, you know quote challenge end quote um as as it would be to to not give them enough time mm-hmm. um you know it, but or maybe you end up with eight fabulous puddings mm-hmm. and and then you have to go in and get very technical on oh the syrup or the the creme anglaise or or whatever i did feel that this the the, the theme this week 
was really old school desserts between the treacle mm-hmm. pudding and the uh the the creme caramel uh we how many times did we hear oh this was my nan's favorite or uh, <laughs> was, oh you know back in the 70s this is when this was popular or or, or whatever it just very very really really old school uh given that a lot of these bakers were either not alive or hadn't been alive as long as double the amount of time since this was a popular dessert. Like, hey, yeah, this was back in the 60s, and then they grow up and do this. Okay, well, you know, a couple of people were born in the late 90s or early 2000s. <laughs> so you're talking another quarter of a century before their time. Um, but anyway. Yeah, there's a whole new wave of bakers yeah. from after Paul and Prue have already been doing, like, the show. Yeah, at this point, it's only like five more years, and then the youngest baker will not have been born when the first collection of Bake Off, you know, aired. Yeah, if they they keep up the show. Which I'm I'm hoping for. Oh, yeah. We don't want anything to happen in this show. I'm done done ranting (laughs) about the technical. It's okay. We knew knew it was coming from all sides, because what a disaster. All right. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the showstopper. So uh, this was interesting. I have some thoughts about the showstopper, but they were uh, tasked with uh, making a meringue bomb, which is spelled B-O-M-B-E. I was trying to think if I'd ever seen it, if they've done anything like this on Bake Off. I've watched all the seasons and they might have, but I don't know. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought they had some beautiful... Um, bakes out of all of this, Jake. What what are your initial thoughts, or you know, um, about the showstopper, or about any in particular that stood out to you? I feel like we have seen something like this before. We haven't seen the, the exact same thing where it's the the shell of um, meringue, but we have had the the shell of like a, a caramel shell that they've put under, um, like put a bake under, and then you like reveal it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we had a lot of really good showstoppers. Um, Dan's with like the Earth, and then we had Josh's was really good. I'm surprised Josh didn't get the um, showstopper again because he had his. It was like the. It was like the Wimbledon tennis, yeah, the Wimbledon uh, game and everything, and that was that was very very pretty. It looked it looked like a Fabergé egg. That's that's yeah. what it, yeah, that's exactly, what it reminded me of, exactly, and yeah. it was absolutely beautiful. Agreed. Um, and his dessert inside, to me, was I was like, oh yeah, it's cream. yeah strawberries and mascarpone and cream, and I was like, uh, yes, please, thank you very <laughs> much. I will have two slices of that. <laughs> um, how about you, Rima? Would do you have any favorites from from the showstoppers? Well, aesthetically, because I wasn't sure about the flavors, a, a lot of these had a lot going on. There were a lot of layers mm-hmm. in some of these. Not that they weren't, but I was just trying to wrap my brain around, like, does that sound good, all of these together? So I, I don't know if I've still come to a, a full conclusion for that. But at least the appearance and the presentation, I, I thought uh, Josh's, like you said, Jake, I thought that was beautiful i thought really well done i liked tasha's i thought hers was really pretty i liked the florally um 
a motif that she had going on with the the plum uh, blossoms. I thought Christie's was gorgeous, and I'm and I'm strictly at the moment just talking about the outside, not the inside. I know that there's a two parter to the showstoppers. It's what's on the outside and on the inside, plus all of the uh, flavors and such. So just talking about the the meringue bombs themselves on the outside, I thought Christie's was beautiful. I was like, what a unique kind of idea. I loved the color, her little, you know, cute little like pinwheel looking um, um, colored uh, meringue pieces that she had on the outside there. Um, yeah, because they're, they're colored of everything. Yeah. They were just really, really pretty. Yeah, and I like Saku's too. Her, her bumblebee, I thought, and I know it cracked on the bottom. But, you know, it's a risk taking these meringues out of either their uh, molds or, you know, getting them, you know, meringue is a very delicate as we've, you know, if you've watched Bake Off enough times and watched anything with meringue, it's delicate. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, despite, despite that it was uh, cracked on the bottom, I thought it was just beautiful. I thought hers was just really, really pretty. Uh, So, but you know what shocked me? And again, I, this is me and just my lack of exposure to like beautiful bakes like this, that like these showstoppers, I've never had anything like that presented to me, but I was kind of surprised at how, like I expected the meringue, uh, especially like dance, you know, as they're piping them into the molds and then when he, and he does smooth it a little bit on the inside. And when they come out of the mold, they looked a little not messy, but just they weren't as neat. R- rough like, and ready. It wasn't very spherical as it could be. It was very like uh, layered. Yes. And like you could see the lines and you could almost see mm-hmm. the form of the pipe when you get them out of the mold and, and the edges looked a little um, yeah. a little rough. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just kind of surprised. I just thought they would be like smoother and look a little bit more refined. But I was like, well, that was kind of a problem with Tasha's because hers was like perfectly sphe- spherical and she had to get the jar to hold it up for it not <laughs> yeah. to fall over. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there was a little bit of method to the madness, but it definitely wasn't as pretty as it could have been. Mm-hmm. But it was still really, really nice uh, altogether. Yeah, I, I thought that Dan had a, a good idea. I don't know if he like made a meringue base or he just had a little base or something like that that he like set the sphere mm-hmm. in. Um, but uh, yeah, he, uh, I, in general, uh, I understand what you're saying, Rima. The, uh, the textures on the outsides of the spheres, they did not lend themselves to precision. And um, and I, I think that the intent, and I think that's why I think Christy was brilliant for doing it the way that she did, mm-hmm. uh, was to add something and basically just cover up how crappy the outside of the, the, the meringue looked. Having said that, Josh is even with the, the, the textured outside, it still looked phenomenal. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. I thought that Saku, the textures of Saku's, the fact that she got that that giant half dome out, um, I think what what doomed her was that she didn't make a bomb. She made a cover, right? E- even if she, even if the base had not cracked, I think that she didn't do what had been asked. What she did was she created uh, something to 
to cover up whatever it was she was putting on the inside. And so she didn't have to have the risk of the meringue either soaking in the moisture or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think, she, I think that's what set her apart from Christy as far as on the, on the bottom end, because I'll tell you what, Christy had a wet mushy mess with those, yeah. um, with the, but she followed the order. You know? Yeah. The, well, what was the, Crokem Crokem Bork or Crokem Bork Crokem Crokem saying that wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think I think she said Crokem um which Crokem, which yeah. is like a, a a giant mound of of uh of either profiteroles or shoe buns. Yeah, shoe buns. Yeah. yeah. Um so she only had like half a dozen in there and it was just a it was just a mess uh by yeah. the time all all of the shoe buns looked gross and mushy and um but again her outside was was phenomenal but it was a big circle it was a big sphere or at least round it was the bomb it was a bomb yeah exactly jake um uh i was really i thought that maddie's i, I thought they were way more forgiving than i thought they were going to be with the mm-hmm. fact that they didn't seal you you you, you didn't have all meshing sides and, and all that um Mm-hmm. the cracks in the sides yep. yeah um and but i thought that maddie's was absolutely stunning like it looked like a rose it is yeah, like with, the, with the with all of the with all of the the flowing uh either petals or whatever they were um mm-hmm. but yeah like the of the insides i wasn't a huge fan of again back to like pudding and like you know american pudding um dance trifle where they like spoon it out i'm like no i'm good oh yeah it was no i'm good Uh, thanks i mean i'm sure it was delicious but if you if you could get past the textures but um and then the profiteroles that uh, christy had the profiteroles that saku had Mm -hmm. what what was the what was the the it was the 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 covering the crackling cracker Whatever it was that Tasha had oh, on the outside. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember now the exact term, but yeah, she had that nice little, I, I'm just going to say crackling because I'm thinking of yeah. like US terms, <laughs> but like a exactly. nice crackling, sugary on yeah, the outside. Yeah, that beautiful. looked really, really good. And mm-hmm. not only did it look good, but apparently it, it was very good. Um, everything looks amazing. Yeah, or and everything probably tasted amazing. Yeah, again, I can't get past those textures, like the mushy and like uh, basically the Christy. I feel like she had a soggy bottom in those individual things because it was just a bunch of mush by the time that yeah. end, it ended. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so uh, you know, stars of the show here. I think Josh and um, and then like I said, I was just really impressed with the the visuals of Maddie's. I don't even remember what he had on the inside. I know it was some sort of dessert, but I can't, I can't. It was the English Italian summer meringue bomb. I got it. got the, the page pulled up here. Yeah. And he had pistachio, strawberry. and basil Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, flavors. it was, it was yeah. the layer. Oh the yeah. Layer the, the basil again with all the mousse and stuff. You saw it falling apart as he's trying to put it together. And, and oh yeah. Like, oh boy. Not going to be the best. I think that the, the, the engineering feat, that was most impressive was Dan's and the fact that he lined mm-hmm. the meringue with the sponge to mm-hmm. avoid uh, the, the leakage. Anything soaking right. in. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, that was clever. That, that would just, uh, if any, because any moisture get into that uh, meringue, it would just fall apart. Yeah, we didn't have any collapses that Prue was was fearful of, um, but uh, we definitely we definitely uh, had some things that were not as again back to what I said either last week or week before. Like sometimes they're pretty brutal, and sometimes they kind of take a step back and uh, and kind of go, okay, you know what, we're gonna we're not gonna come down super hard on either a fan favorite or or, or whatever. Um, but again, that's again. I, I don't. We don't get to see it all, and I can't. I can't make judgment on when I when I don't have <laughs> have the the entire field of view. Yeah, this week seemed a lot more forgiving for the contestants than some other weeks have been. Yeah, <laughs> given how bad the technical was, <laughs> at that point you gotta go. It's like whatever. Everybody found a test. Yeah. Everybody found a test, and just saying, "All right, we're just gonna forget that one. It's not going in the grade book." Yeah. So all it did yeah, was just add a bunch of stress, add a bunch of stress to their lives, and have them think about how horrible it was. <laughs> I mean, like they didn't get told they were throwing out the technical. They they were just looking at their week's progress and going, "Oh God, this is." just horrific this is what i have to overcome but anyway yeah because maddie came sixth in the technical oh he was if yeah, they'd counted was, that if they included that he, he would have been i don't know i'm not gonna say he would have been gone but it would not have gone it would have been a tight race <laughs> yeah exactly all right yeah. that's i think that's all i have for uh for the showstoppers yeah they it it was it was interesting, um, a little bit different than what I had expected, though. So yeah, and then um, so we mentioned that Dan did get Starbaker uh, this week, and Saku had to go home, and I'm gonna miss her so much. She was definitely. For I mean, sure. I love all of them, and like you were saying earlier, um, you know, we we're definitely at a point where we kind of get to know them a little bit more, so it's always harder you know, to see them uh, each week. And she had such a nice self-deprecating humor. I just so relate to that, you know, because I'm just like, you know, oh, I, I feel that. I, I I tend to do that too. So I really related to her in that way. And she was always just a little funny, a little eccentric, you know, and just so sweet. Uh, so bit of a bummer to see her go, but we're definitely at that point where, you know, they got to make those hard choices as far as who goes there. Mm-hmm. They really, really hone in on every single little thing. And um, it was unfortunate. Um, so I don't know. Um, what about any, I know we've talked about all, all three of the challenges, but were there any special standout moments, any funny moments, quotes or lines that, that y'all, that stood out to y'all this week? I gotta say that this was the first opening that made me laugh out loud in a while. <laughs> Do you want to take a look at my spotted dick? And I was, I was, I was honest to God laughing. If they had just cut it at that point, it would. Have been, I think it would have been perfect. I think the ad, the fact that they added in, oh, is Paul going to be limping around? Is that why I thought Paul? Is that why Paul? Yeah, I, I thought that actually took away from it, but the ending with. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I was like, welcome to the great British baking show. I would have, I would have been good with that. It was, I thought it was a very well done bit. And, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Going back to the technical where Noel was like, you, there's 
one minute left and Maddie throws his uh first uh first putting on the table completely <laughs> missing the play. <laughs> You're completely missing his platter just throwing it right on the table. That was really funny. Yeah. It yeah. was I mean there there were some there were some good jokes. Um and mm-hmm. uh some good goose. Yeah. The Allison I love a quickie. Um Oh, it was a- because it was so unexpected, and oh, this is a quick one. Yeah, I love a quickie. <laughs> like and, and Noel, it almost seemed like he was caught off guard by it. <laughs> yeah, he was surprised. <laughs> it was there was there was some definitely some again for me the standout moment was all of the laughing all through the the end of the technical, um, mm-hmm. and the fact that everybody was just kind of okay with the fact that it didn't go well, and yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's 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 me. They accepted the fate of an awful technical. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, we're you know we're all going down together, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, Allison had when they were talking about the signature, and they kept talking about the wobble, like that's what they were looking for, and that deserves yeah. the wobble. And she's like, so you know, uh, looking for like uh, an Allison, looking for a good Allison, talking about wobble, and I thought that was that was really funny. I just I love her sense of humor. She's I, I think she's such a natural and. You know, her, her lines just, you know, I feel like kind of just flow naturally. And again, yeah, she, like you mentioned, like felt like she kind of caught Noel off guard a little bit. Like, and it's fun to see that when they can kind of surprise each other. It, uh, it almost feels like they, they film those and they're like, hey, I'm going to try to get you and you try to get me. And we're just going <laughs> to, and then the one that, the one that gets a reaction, the best reaction is the one that is the one that stays in. in. And <laughs> How many do you think there that are cut? That is just, I mean, so many comedy funny gold is. is on the cutting room floor because they only have time for four jokes per per show. Oh my goodness, oh. the the cut scenes must be, yeah, like you said, gold. I would love to see a deleted scenes or <laughs> right. um, what is it yeah, at the end the when blo- they have bloopers. the the bloopers? Yes, see bloopers, a good blooper yeah. reel. Oh my goodness, that would yeah. be wonderful. What about? predictions now that we're down to a handful of bakers is anyone bold enough to make any predictions we've got five we have a total of five left and i will i'm gonna double down on what i said uh, i think it was last week uh i think dan and josh will be in the final i think christy and maddie will go home uh so i I, I that leaves Tasha. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I think that that unless again, you, everybody can have a bad week. Every you know something can happen, right? Rocky lost to um, to Clubber Lang because he had a, a rough week, mm-hmm. and it happens. But um, I, I I think that based on where they're at now, and everybody's kind of honing in on their A game. I think that it'll be Josh and uh, Josh and Dan, and then one other. It very well could be Tasha, as I'm thinking. It just seems like Maddie's had to mm-hmm. pull out, like pull you know magic out of his bag of tricks in order to to do decent on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. and eventually, yeah, eventually the magic runs out. Unless it doesn't. I mean, but that's just that's just my thought. Never know. What about? Yeah, you, I don't think I could say that better. With Christy and Maddie, they're just they they've been at the bottom this entire time, and then 
Tosh is a wild card. We don't know about her. But the top two who been who had seemed to stay at the top are competing with each other, Josh and Dan. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I don't, I don't know about uh, Maddie or Maddie let, and Christy. Let, let me just let me be very, very specific. It is wildly impressive that as a and I, I don't this may come out wrong, but as a mother someone who is focused on her children for extensive periods of time. She is coming in here and has gotten as far as Christy has. Like I, yeah. I have said that, that is wildly <laughs> impressive. I have a hard time making grilled cheese sandwiches for my kids. So <laughs> like, I, I can't even imagine what it is to learn all of those, all of the, the official techniques for baking and finding the time to do that. It is absolutely phenomenal. I don't remember if she said she ended up going to school once her kids, you know, got a little bit older or, or, but she has a very motherly vibe about her. Mm. And, and so maybe I'm, maybe I'm misinformed or miss, but I, I personally think that it is just very impressive what she's been able to do. uh, And the fact that she has gotten this far. I Mm -hmm. agree. Yeah. She's got some skills. Clearly, um, she's got some skills. She just wasn't the main focus of the camera. Yeah. I feel like whenever we look to her, she always had something going on and something very nice going on. We just didn't see what her thought process was the entire time, mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing. She, she and Maddie, may, and maybe they're setting us up, right? Maybe, maybe this is just <laughs> what, what, what but she True. and Maddie are always struggling in whatever it is it like maddie couldn't make the caramel uh christy couldn't finish all of the croquembouche um you know christy was breaking down in tears over her whatever setting not setting two weeks ago last yeah um and i just it it is only from what we see but that's i mean that's where i get my thought process because josh and dan have been cold and just like they're they're just sharks cold dead-eyed sharks <laughs> baking sharks baking sharks <laughs> doesn't matter what happens i mean don't get me wrong josh was uh, in the technical because everybody was struggling josh was like kind of freaking out um and he was talking about the meringue not setting oh this does come if this breaks when it comes out then i'm going to be panicking and that's the worst thing that could possibly happen but i mean dan like he's just basically skill, skill, just skill, skill, skill. Very mm-hmm. focused. Josh and Dan definitely, and and I think they all do to a point. I, but I, there's I, something specific about those two. Like you said, they have this very sharp focus, and that's I think what we see a lot, a lot of. Um, but Josh had such a cute moment after, uh, what was it? His showstopper when they were like, you know, just praising him over his Wimbledon and strawberries and cream, and he went back and sat on his little stool and he just did this little smile and shrug and he just looked so adorable i was like oh look at him and his enjoying his little moment there i thought that was that was really cool uh so yeah i i can't disagree i feel like at least for what we've seen so far and again someone you just never know i mean golly i remember jurgen who you thought for sure was gonna get to the finals and stuff and he got he got taken out kind of later in the game and i thought oh my gosh i never would have imagined that jurgen would not have made it to uh the finals uh so you know you you just never know it is week by week but 
I can't disagree uh, with with y'all's predictions, but it's really anyone's game week to week. You just don't know what they're going to get presented with. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final notes about this week's episode? Anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't talked about? I, I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I've got That's it for me. All right. Well, we did get a little bit of feedback this week, so I'm interested to see what our listeners had uh, to say. Uh, Greg, you want to take the first one? Sure. Uh, From Jason. Uh, Wow. A little bit of a shit show this week with all those blobs they made during the technical. And a lot more stressful than I remember going to the quarterfinals. It always gets more stressful, but this time felt particularly intense. I'm sticking with my prediction that Maddie goes next week and Tasha and two of the others, maybe Josh and Dan, are in the finals. Yeah, I am. Uh, we are in complete agreement, Jason. <laughs> Jake, do you want to take that one? So we've got from Karen. Am I right to predict that Greg retched while watching the signature bake since it required for those creme caramels to rig- jiggle yes, and wriggle? Yes, you were absolutely correct. I love, correct. <laughs> I love Thai flavors, but don't know that I'd like them in a flan. That said, I, I applaud Dan for thinking outside the box and pulling it off. All I could think about during the technical challenge was your guys' discussion in the previous episode and about giving the bakers enough time to actually complete their bakes that they needed. Um, everyone just nervously laughed their way through that, didn't they? Everybody had beautiful decorated meringue bombs. It's a real shame that Christine and Saku's had more style over substance. I miss Saku's cheerfulness with their incorporation of Sri Lankan flavors. I like though Jason's predictions. I think Christy or Maddie will go next week. I wouldn't be surprised if Tasha, Dan, or Josh go to the finals. Yes, I, I think we're all on the same page. I um, think is so. it is it four in the final or is it three? It's normally three. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. They they might have had. I was trying to think. I haven't went back and like rewatched any of the previous seasons in a while. But I think there was like a special time that they might have had like four instead of the three. I can't remember. There was some technicality or something. I think I, that I know. I tend different. I tend to mix up Top Chef and uh, GBBO, um, and I know that Top Chef was the top three, and so then they would you know the three would like put on like a giant picnic or whatever to the challenge was that week. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I feel like because it was twelve bakers, ten episodes. I guess that would mean ten, nine. So I guess yeah, it would be four in the final if there are ten episodes at twelve bakers. So nine go away. Well, no, I guess that's only three. My math is very weak this 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 week. You can't um, ask me to do math on a weekend, Greg. So <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, still, we'll see. Because this was this was week seven. Then after week eight, four will be left. Week after week nine, three will be left. Yeah, so it should be three in the three in the final. Yeah, I think it usually is. Yeah, we'll see. I guess it it see if our predictions hold through, or if uh, someone just has an absolutely amazing week and someone struggles. Yeah. Well, next week we're going to be covering episode eight from Collection Eleven party week does this mean but in and this is just is this like hey you have to make enough stuff for a party is it party size like sharing size like it may, that gives me i are we gonna have casseroles because parties <laughs> love casseroles <laughs> and that's a baking thing so like i don't, I don't know that 
I, I have zero concept of what is coming. Birthday party? Yeah, mail, maybe birthday, birthday cake. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's a very broad description there. Party, what kind of party? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, is it just a hosting thing? I, I don't know. Like, you know, when, you, when you're hosting a party and is, are we talking birthday cakes or some other cele- uh, celebratory kind of thing? I don't know. Uh, but it's definitely like a getting down to basics. This this whole season has definitely been a back to basics type of uh, Great British baking show uh, than what we've normally gotten. So I think, you know, it'll probably, you know, probably something that we've either seen before or something classic is my guess. I, I, I think we're mm-hmm. going to see a celebration kick. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's yeah. pretty typical towards the end of a season. Um, some sort that's of true. celebration cake. And uh, in, in they get to choose whatever type of, you know, whatever it's for or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that would be my anticipation. But, and now I'm thinking about like pigs in a blanket and all the things <laughs> that you can bake to, for parties. Like, are we talking Super Bowl party, birthday party, anniversary exactly. party? You know, what, what are we talking here? Pro- they're probably not celebrating that in the UK, but you know, I mean, that's the kind of parties <laughs> I'm thinking of. But it's, but what's great and what I really look forward to is we start getting down uh, to like these uh, quarterfinals and semifinals and things like that. Is these showstoppers just get more elaborate and beautiful, and I can't wait to see like what they come up with. Well, the fact they only had two and a half hours for this showstopper. I'm like, I'm used to a four hours to showstopper. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I was, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping that they kind of let the reins loose a little bit next week and give them mm-hmm. the time and the ability to create something fantastic. Yeah. This week they did they kind of cut time on for everything. Yeah. Barely any time for the technical, only two and a half hours for, the showstopper. Yeah, I think that's that's what they had. Yep. All righty. Um, as far as other things that we're covering, uh, Pake and I, uh, as I've mentioned each week, we're still covering the fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Hope you join us for that. We're having a really great time with that show. It's super creepy and really well done. Um, what what episode are you guys on now? We will be doing episode five. This week okay. we'll be a couple of days late because I'm traveling, uh, so we won't be able to. Re- we'll be a couple of days uh, later than what we normally are, but yeah, it'll be episode five this week. Uh, the Telltale Heart. Well, I've, I've, I finally got into it and I've watched the first couple episodes and then like ten minutes of the third episode because I wanted to see what happened. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's it is it is sufficiently Mike Flanagan-y. Yes, Lo- love that guy. So, yeah, hope hope y'all join us for that. Um, and, of course, all of the great offerings from Podcastica. Go to podcastica.com to find our contact information if you want to leave us feedback on the Great British Baking Show, The Fall of the House of Usher, or any of the great shows that are being covered on Podcastica right now. There's something for everyone, uh, for whatever flavors you enjoy. Um, and we're hoping, of course, uh, next week, Wendy will be able to join us. She's a little under the weather this week and was unable to join us. But Jake, I am so thrilled. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, loved hearing all of your thoughts. And anytime you want to join, doors open. Yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to have me. I'm happy to be here and talk about the Bake Off, you know. It was just a great time. to. It was a great episode. It was Everything was just amazing. 
Yeah, thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I'm I'm glad glad that the schedule's worked out. So yeah, join yeah. anytime. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake.